Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you Jabronis. Coming to you from fabulous Studio B in Bradenton, Florida, it's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Salorzno, and definitely not a second file of me also recording myself, Bonesaw is in the house. Oh yeah, doors open, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I wish you could have heard our repartee before I uh, didn't record it whatsoever. Uh... We're we're here, man. Uh, at at the end of the tournament, finally. Uh, how did you feel about this journey, man? It was it was it was a long, arduous journey, and by the end, I'm I'm definitely a little fatigued. So it's going to be a, a welcome vacation. But uh, this was this was really cool. Uh, I got to see a bunch of wrestlers I'd never seen before, and learn about them, and take in a whole new style of presenting a wrestling promotion from the standard wwe formula and i i like what i learned about myself uh uh samesies man um so what what we're gonna do today is uh we're we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the final uh because there's there's a couple of things to unpack there and uh I i think we're gonna have a little uh section i call retrospecticus a g1 journey I just thought of that just now. Do you like that? Yeah, yeah. Don't t- don't check the old files though. <laughs> it's never. Uh, yeah. As as far as my uh, my my feelings about this, I think uh, I think if I do this next year, I'm gonna truncate it down to a show a week where we <laughs> just talk about the uh, the highlights of the week. That seems like a better format. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I might do what I've kind of done with with New Japan in the past is kind of rely on some curation from from the internet to help guide my hand and, and get the most out of the viewing experience. Yeah, so uh, it sounds good. So we're we're going to uh, let's let's get into the night. Uh there you know, we had we had some matches and I was really hoping that uh what we would get to see in, in the final, because uh, I, w- I wasn't really sure, but I was hoping at least that maybe we'd see some faces where it's like, okay, we haven't seen these people in in a month, and now we're gonna we're gonna get to see them. Uh, you know, they're they're gonna get uh, eased back in to things, and then uh, something that I have not been thinking about whatsoever is what's happening after the G1 climax, because this is coming to an end, but New Japan sure ain't. It, it's the machine marches on. I think that they move into like a tag tournament or something else that gives all these guys a uh, a long break to take it easy and recuperate. Um, that, yeah, that's uh, there's there's the uh, we've got the Super J Cup and uh, Destruction are going to be the things that are that are in the future. So we're I think we're gonna I think the Super J Cup is uh like junior heavyweight tag teams. Sure, why not? That it's, so, sounds good to me. So I think, I, I think the uh, this next month we're we're gonna get to uh, w- watch some other people in, in the promotion that have you know obviously they've been you know put on put on the back burner for now. 
Yeah, I feel like uh, I watching a skimming through a couple of the matches tonight. It's like I kind of realized how much blinders I had put on with with this tournament only being basically twenty people. And so I'm like, oh yeah, there's the uh, there's the Bone Collector and um, Yoshihashi and there's a bunch of people who I had completely forgotten existed. Uh, not good ones necessarily. And, and uh, yeah. A couple of those people that I definitely didn't forget that they uh, existed because we we were talking about them before, but Gorillas of Destiny are are back in the house, and this is probably going to be the uh, first thing of what we talk about uh, before we get into the into the retrospective. Uh, Gorillas of Destiny are. You know they're 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 back. Uh, they're doing a lot of Ring of Honor stuff, and they're in a tag match against Yoshihashi, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, and Kenta. But uh oh, a little something happens here in this match with Kenta, and he's a uh, he's not a uh, he's not tagging in. He jumps off the apron and goes back to the uh, to the apron and just kind of feeds Yoshihashi and Ishii to the to the wolves. Uh, can you tell me what you were thinking when you saw that? <laughs> I was thinking, um, hey, look, he's doing something interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Is I'll, he just being a dick? <laughs> yeah, this was th- this was the thing. Now, I want I want to say that uh, years years of watching WWE leading up leading up to this. Uh, which, which, by the way, you want to know how pure we are. I didn't watch SummerSlam, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> and I can't even imagine that I'll watch any anything unless there's some crazy match that, that I should have watched or whatever. I stayed up and uh, I watched this show live. Now, Insanity. Now, the thing with why I bring up WWE is I have too many times seen them uh, do uh, – uh, what they call a uh, subverting expectations, which is fancy Yankee talk for <laughs> we're going to do something really stupid and be like, you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> oh, God, I hate I hate the uh, the the whole thing about subverting expectations, because sometimes it's good to just uh, give people into their expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what was happening here was. Part of me was going, okay, I know that they, they're they going to set up stuff for after the G1 Climax. Right. Uh, but part of me is like, oh, my God, is 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 this happening? Is I, – I got that I got that feeling of something important is happening and I'm seeing it happen live and I haven't felt like that in a long time. That's very – yeah, you know what? That's very – that's a very good way of describing it. Yes, and it was – yeah, something was happening especially with this promotion – not necessarily it's inside the ring but it's it's some it's some soap opera bullshit and that seems to be not in high supply in in, in new japan the straight up out of a out of a scripted drama sort of thing and so yeah seeing that again was really cool uh so he he fe- he feeds the guys to the wolves he's up on the ramp now and i'm thinking do my do my deepest desires come true Oh my god, is Kenta going to be fucking interesting now? And yeah, he runs back into the ring and joins in on the, on the feeding frenzy. And now it's like, okay, he could just be doing it to set up something with Ishii. I mean, it, it still hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 
Katsuyori Shibata comes flying to the fucking ring. And uh, if you remember from the beginning of the tournament, he was the one who who brought Kenta into the fold. Right, yeah. Uh, he starts whipping up on Kenta, and then the Bullet Club get a hold of him, and then it becomes very, very clear. Holy fucking shit, Kenta is in the Bullet Club. <laughs> hey, if I was only wishing uh, he had been wearing a shirt in his match, because I'll take a cliched... Uh, oh yeah, shirt out. reveal. Shirt reveal every every time, every time. I I was I was hoping for a you know I was thinking it was going to be like the uh, bam they got a shirt for him. I was all I was almost hoping that they'd be like pull out like a like a G G two S club shirt on him and hmm. and like I I either way the the way that it happened it, it's almost like it that. That's the way that you cock tease someone, not mm-hmm. not being like, oh, we're going to hint at this happening, and then we don't do it for six months, and then you do right. it, and it's like, well, who the hell cares? This would have been cool when you first started being like, yeah, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Kenta is in the fucking Bullet Club, and this, uh, this is great because now um, – I think we we had had discussions before about Bullet Club being in kind of a lull, <laughs> the uh, as as we called it in the beginning, the Bronze Age of the Bullet Club. <laughs> and now I, I'm I'm legitimately excited f- for the future. And uh, what a slap in the face of the pro no- the the pro wrestling Noah faithful. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's God like. If they were making him a heel, like thank God he's just now he he's he's fucking full on, and now it's I think Kent is going to be very interesting to watch in in the coming year. I think. Yeah, he fits he fits perfectly, and then the, this is kind of yeah that spark I was really hoping for something to come from Bullet Club to make them a little more interesting because they're kind of an afterthought when I think of New Japan at this point. Uh, v- verily. Um, now, speaking of afterthoughts, oh yeah, that's right, it's the night of the G1 Climax Finals. <laughs> like, that's how much it took me out of it. Like, I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's right, like, there's, there was another there's, reason. There's that something I t- of circumstance here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, you know what, Ryan, I'm a little disappointed in Jay White. You want to know why? Why? He... He didn't make good on his promise that the Bullet Club was not going to be the fucking ring. It's like not only was it the Bullet Club that we were used to, it's also the Bullet Club that was away, the Bullet Club that we just haven't seen, and also, hey, now new people in the Bullet Club. <laughs> We've been recruiting. Yeah, well, you know, he said no get- no ghetto. He didn't say no Bullet Club, and which you know, happens to include ghetto. So he got around him on technicality. He kept his promise. And and then and then somehow Gato negotiated. Well, okay, <laughs> you know what? That's a classic negotiation technique. Asking mm-hmm. for way too much at the start, and then being like, "Well, I just want to stick around," is not so much of a concession. Master manipulator. Oh God, it He's was playing chess. We're playing checkers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, le- like uh, how how'd you how'd you like the match, man? I thought I thought it was a great match. It was really exciting. Um, even evenly paced for a while, uh, trading back and forth, no one getting momentum, and then and then the bullshit started. And 
high stakes bullshit is the best bullshit, and I miss I miss getting some of that sometimes. Um, too too few and far between. I think some true nonsense and. Anytime shares are involved in a high stakes match, I'm I'm there. Oh yeah, uh, this is a little aside, but holy god, uh, you if you find an hour out of your schedule to watch something that's not New Japan, which I'm sure you will now since the, the uh, it's I gonna have those slow hours now. It's it's gonna slow down. Uh, you gotta watch uh you gotta watch uh, Gargano and uh, Cole from from Saturday Night Man like yeah. They just beat the shit out of each other for an hour. It was a. I don't. I. I don't know if it's the best match that I've ever seen. I, it was. It was a fight. It was a banger. It was a really good match. But like, I. I think the the length of it and and the the circumstances yeah. of the match were just like, whoa, holy crap! Like this is a thing. Yeah, I have to check that one out. I would assume that they're gonna, that they're going to put on a good match. So uh, takeovers definitely next up after I take a little break. Oh yeah. Um, so, so back into the match, yeah, uh, the, uh, the high, yeah, high, high, high stakes, and, uh, it, it's, it, it's good, cause I always knew, you know, like, uh, you know, Red Shoes is gonna eventually be like, that's it, pal, you <laughs> are out of here, and, and he did, until Gato until. snuck back, and I, I don't, I don't know if you noticed this, but they they were saying that Gato was hiding in the blue corner, and at some point the camera angle got just right, and it was almost like a Where's Waldo puzzle. If you look closely, you can just see the top of the white Kangol hat <laughs> just just poking out, <laughs> like he's just like peeking over a hedge. Like it, oh, um, I didn't notice that. Oh god, it was it was so funny to me. I I I saw I saw him hiding there, and I I just I got a good 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 kick out of it. Uh yeah man the the match was a uh, the, the match was evenly paced and I I felt like this was one of those matches where it's like sometimes you get these matches where it's like it's it's not really good until like the last 5 or 10 minutes of the match. Right. And I I think that's that's uh what what we got here. Uh did you have any feelings of like how I mean I thought it was a little. I thought it had a little bit more going on earlier than most of the time. The Jay White matches tend to, or sometimes Coda as well. I, I thought they were starting to hit some of their signature moves early. Jay had the the deadlift suplex, uh, the Kiwi Crusher pretty early on, and uh, oh, I liked when Coda did the he jumped over Jay's swipe on the ground and did the double stomp right on the ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I I kind of want to talk maybe about like was and I know I know this is an irrational fear but was there any point in the match where you're like thought that Jay White might win it with every incidence of bullshit I thought could this be the time that it's possible yeah I could see them really pissing people off with that so I had some moments but it I, I was sticking with Coda I I I think so uh, do, uh I I I think that too like it's I definitely had that um god could you it, it's I I think that if it weren't Jay White and if it were like if it were someone else as as the the leader of Bullet Club like can you can you imagine just like hey Bullet Club is on top again with a with a G1 victory like Woo. That would, yeah, that actually would have gone in concert pretty well. Well, yeah, the earlier stuff that 
I I didn't really consider that. That makes that makes some good sense. So yeah, I could see the believability of that, the plausibility. Um, but but also to also to the ex, the, the same extent, the, the reason that I bring that up is uh, when he started breaking out uh, sleeper suplexes, I start like I really started to get a little bit nervous. <laughs> And it's it's not like mm-hmm, it, it's mm-hmm. it's not like I would have been mad that that Jay White won, uh, and I mean like I I'm not like mad or sad that Abushi won, even though we both kind of like I'd like Abushi to win this tournament. I think it was just sort of a thing where it was like it doesn't make any uh, any other kind of sense, but for but for Coda to win, uh, but. Those sleeper suplexes when they come out, man. Yeah. It's I've had you know two weeks in a row of uh oh trouble. <laughs> well, also too like Blade Runner looks pretty strong. A lot of times he'll he'll hit it one time and get the win out of that real fast. So as soon as he was able to hit the Blade Runner, I'm like oh this, it could go to three. Yeah, uh, but uh, you you know what it it didn't. Coda got uh the win. I'd say a much deserved win and uh it was uh god damn it it was it was something else yeah i really i really like that match uh i was not super hyped to start off with just because i know how sometimes i feel about jay white at the end of his matches just nothing too memorable so oh but i expected they'd put on a good show for the finale and i was uh over over, like i underestimated it so i enjoyed it for that reason Sorry, Always good to words. underestimate than overestimate, I think. Yeah, so I felt I came from a safe place. Uh, so there we have it. That's the uh, that's the end of the 2019 G1 Climax Tournament. Supreme victory by uh, Kota Ibushi. And uh, oh, I, there were there was actually one thing that I wanted to talk about just before we uh, start to talk about a couple of odds and ends about the tournament, and then we uh, <laughs> go into the uh, retrospective. Was it Shooter lovingly applying an ice pack to Coda's ankle after the match? <laughs> uh, it, uh, uh, this may surprise you, but it actually has to do with Okada. <laughs> it is surprising. Uh, so, uh, and I know it's gonna be surprising to you because you didn't actually watch this match. I mean, you did, so it's uh, only gonna be surprising because it. Who the hell cares? Uh. Okada and Tanahashi were in a uh, match against Suzuki Goon, uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki and uh, Zack mm-hmm. Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, uh, Minoru Suzuki fucking clowned Okada <laughs> and pin- pinned him and declared that he wants a shot at the IWGP title. Oh, you damn right. Uh, I I I thought it, I'd, I'd be remiss not to mention that. Um, one more thing that I'm excited for co- coming out of the G1 climax. Uh, again, yeah, uh, vi- victory, victory for Kota Ibushi. Congratulations, job well done. Um, uh, man, let's let's talk about a couple things that w- we've been talking about for uh for weeks here, and uh, who is who is the MVP of the tournament? If you're talking about who's putting on the the best matches, the most bestest matches, it's I think it's Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, let me let me say a couple things before we really definitively crown him MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way to the end of the tournament, 
I thought, you know, I thought to myself, this guy has it locked in the bag. Mm -hmm. But I slept on Okada a little bit, and after tallying Mm -hmm. everything up, he and Okada have an equal amount of matches of the night. Um, which to to me, I was like, well, may okay, let's. Let's define an A block MVP and a B block MVP, or maybe there's some other way to, to tie break this. So I thought to myself, well, let's, uh, see who has the most five star matches. Uh, they both have a five star match and Ishii has a five and a half star match. Okada and Osprey got a 5.75 star match. So I thought, okay, that would be a fair tie. We're, I'm totally fucking biased here, by the way. Like, it's Ishii, Ishii 100%, a million percent all the way. Um, you make but, a fine case. But, but then I thought to myself, okay, getting match of the night is incidental on, you know, it, it's compared to the, to the other matches that were put on. Um, but I think we really have to call it for Ishii because, like, Every every match of the night that he was in was like match of the night, not by default. It was like match of the night by leagues. It, yeah, it, if he was a match of the night, it was the it, the strongest consideration, second place, honorable mention that you could go as close a call as it could be. Um, but I you can't you can't discount what Okada did because he was like your workhorse and he was dragging out you know. Excellent matches. He he gets out of bed. He puts his hot pants on one leg at a time. Only difference is he puts on excellent matches. A- absolutely. Uh, so I'll, l- let me just say a couple of these of these matches that that were uh, number one Okada matches. Uh, Okada and Tanahashi, uh, Zack Saber Jr., um, Osprey. Which maybe I I think we might be. That might be a match that's in contention for best match of the tournament. Let's put let's put that on the back burner for a second. Sure. Uh, Okada and Kenta, uh, which was by by virtue, you know, a good match because Okada was was right. in it. And I, I, uh, I Kenta slowly and slowly got Kenta. yeah, Kenta slowly and slowly got better through the tournament. I think um, Okada and Sonata, which was. Uh, a, a, a shocking match. Um, I, I was on the edge of my seat for that one. Yeah, and, that was a contention for a match of the tournament as well. And uh, Okada and Ibushi. Uh, let, let's mm-hmm. look. Let's look at Ishii now. Ishii versus Jeff Cobb, which was that was the first time that we we really got a uh, that was that was our first taste of of Ishii. So mm-hmm. I think at this point, you know, maybe we're figuring out beef bowl, oh, like. Ooh, I like, I like this. He looks super fucking strong. Jeff Cobb made that dude look super strong. I mean, he is yeah. super strong, and you know, whatever. Uh, I- Ishii and uh, Jay White, uh, Ishii versus Moxley, which I would say would be a strong contender for b- uh, best match of the uh, best match of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Ishii versus Naito, uh, Ishii versus Juice Robinson. Yeah, those two were great. And Ishii uh, versus Taichi was great. Oh yeah, uh, Ish, Ishii versus Shingo. Um, and I, you know what? I didn't, I didn't pick a best match for for night eighteen. Although we did kind of discuss that, uh, we we really liked the Taichi versus Ishii match. I almost, I almost sort of felt like it was not in consideration because of 
how short it was. Uh, that didn't bother me so much. Um, Okay, well then, let's, let's hammer this out really quick, because, you know, if we decide to go with that one, then Ishii is definitive MVP of the, of the tournament. Uh, this is a kangaroo court that, (laughs) that we're putting on, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was, I think that was definitely my match of the night. Um, yeah. Uh, so we, we had, uh, Yano versus Cobb, which is, uh, okay, Yano match. Yeah, Uh, right. Mox versus Juice, which was certainly, you know, whatever. Shingo and Goto was probably a a wrestler's wrestler match. I think people would probably be saying that we're insane, that we didn't even take any fucking notes on it. Um, (laughs) I I thought this was the second best match of the night. I just didn't take any notes. I, I think maybe those two are probably the most, like, two of the most skilled wrestlers in the, Mm -hmm. well, they're all fucking skilled. God, it's so hard to call. That's, that's the thing. And you know what? It's, uh, and the other match was, uh, Jay White and Naito. And, you know, God, God damn if Naito didn't also have, you know, a couple, a couple of really like killer, killer matches. Um, fucking the match against, Ishii and versus Naito, honestly, for for me, would be a contender for for best match best match of the tournament. I mean, it's it's definitely the best Naito match that I've ever seen. Like Naito yes. really really ramped up the action too. Yes. Uh, I mean, Naito and Jay White. It it decided. Uh, uh you know what? Uh, fuck it. Even though it was short, I'm gonna put it down on the paper. I'm writing it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm pretending like I have Pen, a pencil. Right? Not pencil. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, man. Let, let, let's just put that down for the match. If the surprise of that match was anything, it was the first. It was the first time that we got to see Tai Chi really fucking be in a match, and it was de- like, I wrote that down in my notes. It was easily the best Tai Chi match. So, yeah, oh hell, definitely. let's give it to Ishii. In this case, Ishii is the official MVP of the G1 climax. Um, give him a trophy because we give everybody trophies in this promotion. I give him the trophy of infinite slaptitude. <laughs> God damn. God, there, there was some, uh, there were some slaps. Hey, let's talk about slap of the tournament. And there's literally only one clear cut choice for me in, in this one. Uh, unless of course, uh, you maybe have some notes to put in. Cause for me, it's, I didn't even consider any other slap, honestly, well, after I, I saw con- this one. I didn't consider a slap of the tournament, but I, the slap of the night obviously goes to Jay White, go to Ibushi, when Jay White squared up and did a little crow hop and f- put his whole body into it and slapped <laughs> the hell out of him. That one was so good. Got in like a full baseball swing stance. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. Laid it to him and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm it glad, only pissed him off. I'm glad that we remembered to 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 get get one last slap. Man, there was there was a lot of good slaps in it, but I I I don't think there's anyone more. Uh, there, it, there's not, and I, I I defy you to think of a better slap in this entire tournament. But man, and uh, Okada and Osprey when he just like fucking oh, backhanded yeah. Okada and Okada just went fucking down and it was like he was legitimately doubled over in pain. It was the nastiest slap I've ever heard in my whole life. Uh, Fuck I won't me. Argue. That's the winner. Yeah, slap slap of the fucking tournament. Will Ospreay, man. Guy guy's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> and uh you know what? Uh what what would what would you say 
what would you say match of the tournament was for you? I I, la- I laid out a lot. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I I hit a lot of high spots. I mean, like, do, would you say that at least Ishii or Okada was was in match of the tournament? Yeah, probably. I think um, I, I probably have some recency bias too, but Okada and Sonata was excellent, and I think it might be my gut reaction. But then remembering the oh man, Ishii and which one would I take? Moxley, I I yeah Moxley yeah it, it's that one was a that one was hard to tell. I feel like those two guys are like the same kind of wrestler, but they mm-hmm. really like fucking knew how to like. Oh god, it was great. Uh, I mean that's that would that would be you know what man, let let's just let's just give a match a match of the block. They they deserve that. They do they do. There you go. Let's okay. Uh, the the ma- uh the match of the tournament for the A block. Uh, do you, you want to say Okada Osprey? I would I would say Okada Sonata before I'd say Osprey. <sighs> uh, you know what? I I second that. Uh, I I I think that 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 match had the added stakes of like o- Okada got handed his first loss and like. I was I was on the edge of my seat for that match. I, I remember like Okada and Okada and Osprey, uh, you know, like score wise got a good score, and it's like yeah. it's it's an Osprey match, and like Osprey mm-hmm. couldn't get the job done. It's almost like yeah. if he had gotten the job done, it would be a way stronger contender. Yeah, yeah, I think I I don't think that's wrong, uh, wrong opinion. Although with Sonata, you told me ahead of time that it was a great match to look forward to so i even had heightened expectations and it's still over delivered on on that so that's i that's i think that's my uh my anecdotal reasoning that this one takes takes the top spot for me uh yeah it's when when i think about okada and sonata like it did it had me yeah it had me on the edge of my seat man so there was Mm -hmm. there there was that component to it okay man uh fucking new jabroni pro wrestling decrees the match of the tournament in the A block goes to Okada and Sonata. Congratulations, you two! You did it. You all hail. You get a trophy where, um, you it magically refills itself, uh, with root beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> Infinitely, it's great. But o- but only Sonata gets the drink out of it. Uh, Okada <laughs> is not concerned. Unless he shares, he can pour it into someone else's cup. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I, I, I think with, with, uh, with B block, it, uh, I, I gotta say Ishii and Moxley, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think I can argue with that. I can't think of one I would put ahead of that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him and like, honestly, that was, uh, with, with Jay, with Jay White, I was a little hesitant to call that one. And then you sort of reasoned me in on that. It, it's. No, I, I I think Ishii versus Mox was like I think that was the first match of the uh, of the tournament where I was really like holy fucking crap, man, that mm-hmm. was good. Um, okay, then if there's uh, no objections, the ultimate champion of the B block with match of the tournament goes to Ishii and Moxley. Uh, Moxley made me really excited to look forward to him in the future, and mm-hmm. God, like I am intently going to be following Ishii now. Uh, congratulations! You... And they did trick us. 
they tricked us with John Moxley because they they had him win all his matches at the beginning, and he lost so many at the end. Yeah, he but sure I still did. think he I still feel like he was booked to be undefeatable. Uh, yeah, uh, but I mean, he lost four times. <laughs> to to be fair, uh, only two of those losses counted. Oh, that's true. One of them was definitely Shooter's fault. <laughs> oh, baby shoots. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I I I I think we've pretty much uh co- covered that all the way. Uh, everyone got their points in. Uh, let's take a quick break here, and then uh, we're. Just gonna have a little retrospective about the uh, tournament. Maybe talk about some of the guys and what we look forward to in the future. We'll be back after this. All right, Johnny. Everything's gonna be okay. Help's gonna be on the way. Oh, I'm hurt bad. I'm hurt real bad. I don't think they're gonna make it in time. Don't worry, Johnny. We're gonna get you home to Mama. No, they say everybody dies. I'm dying today. Oh, I just wish I spent more time. <clears throat> Listening to the Draft Podcast at thedraftpod.com. Oh, I'm dead. Johnny? Johnny? No! Thedraftpod.com. Don't forget to write home to Mama. We're back, and it's time for the G1 Climax Retrospecticus. Whatever I called it earlier. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. Who the hell cares? Uh, I let's let's talk about these dudes that were that were in the match that that made us look that make us look back fondly on the tournament. Um, I you know what? I'll just kind of I'll kind of start reading down the blocks and uh, I'll I'll start with who I know you want to straight away talk about. <laughs> let's let's talk about Lance Archer, baby. Tell me you tell me everything about Lance Archer, and I will sit here and nod. I feel like Lance Archer is exactly what I needed to reignite my passion. This is my mistress that has gotten me excited about life and wrestling again. Um, having somebody with a ridiculous personality that I can project uh, a whole bunch of crazy stuff onto in my own head. Um, he literally has your stamp of approval on him. <laughs> he does. So it was destiny from the very first first moment I saw his ass. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, a little just, like, weird that it was super... his ass, but it was his ass. <laughs> hey, it got me. It's like it's like he heard you and moved it to his knee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once I got comfortable with that, then he moved it back to his ass. Uh, uh, let me ask you a question about Archer because I started right. doing this. Did you try to see if there was a correlation between his uh, wins and losses based on where what pants he was wearing? Uh, no, I did not. I did. There was no. There was nothing significant to report on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. Uh, how about how about bad luck Fale? I didn't have. I, yeah, he says I stated originally. I didn't have high opinion of him to begin with. It hasn't. It hasn't changed much. Much, but he's a serviceable big. So, I guess. I guess he improved his standing with me. But I don't think there's really much much gold to mine there. I'll, I'll, I'll say this about Bad Luck Fale. Um, I, he's exactly as good as I hoped for him to be. Um, j- just because when, when I started digging into the, uh, the history of the Bullet Club and it's mm-hmm. like he, he, you know, he was in there originally. It, like, him, him and, uh, Prince Devitt or Finn Balor if you prefer. Uh, they they were they were the first two and then you know things formed around them and so to me it's like 
he was a constant presence all the way through. So I hoped that I was like, you know what? I, I would like this guy to be that guy that's, you know, he's always, he's always there. He's reliable. That's what I felt about bad luck folly. By the end of this tournament, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a shitty hoss. Like, like I thought he might up uh, end up, end up being, he's just, he's the perfect guy to be there. I'm never disappointed when he's around. That's what I feel about bad luck folly. Totally fair. Uh, how about Sonata? Sonata surprised me because I didn't know anything about him, so anything was going to be surprising. Um, and he turned out to be a really technical, fancy wrestler. Um, and I found, I thought he had some very exciting matches. Some of them, some of them I think fell a little flat. Um, but for the most part, I was very impressed, uh, with him. So I think a lot higher of him than I thought I would. Uh, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna compare him to another wrestler and then we can talk about, we can talk about this guy next. Um, I, you know, I, I have said that I think Sonata is like such a, a good foil for the other person that he's in a match with. Like he, yeah. like he really can, can make them shine. And who I wanted to compare him to in a way that also, you know, like makes, makes matches good was Tomohiro Ishii. Um, but whereas, whereas Sonata is like, man, he, like, he can make any, anyone look good. Uh, a, a Lance, a Lance Storm type. Dev, <laughs> definitely like, he, he's a, a wrestler's wrestler, but like, I, it's yeah. very apparent with him and he, you know, he can, he can do the thing. Ishii does the same thing for his opponents, but instead of like, in, instead of being like, I'm a I'm a foil for you to to shine against. He's uh I bring the very very best out of my opponent type of wrestler. Yeah, I, I kind of started thinking of Ishii as like a uh, as like a mini boss that you had to clear to make it to the next <laughs> level. And, and if you don't bring your absolute A game, you're gonna get your ass beat. I I I I like that. I I like that a lot. Um, yeah, t- dude, like. If if I gained any one thing from this tournament, man, like I I loved Tomohiro Ishii. He like every match that he was in was just f- fucking electrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, God, he I I cannot state how how fucking great he is. And just hitting people and headbutting people doesn't get old. God, it it doesn't. And like it, it's it's so weird that. Like strong style seems like such a one dimensional type of wrestling, but I think if we learned anything in this tournament, there are people who are really good at strong style and people that are so so at strong style. But goddamn, he's he's so he's such a good strong style wrestler. It's 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 crazy. I I couldn't quantify it on paper, but it's like I know like I I can tell by what I'm seeing, man. Like if. If if a guy who knew the ins and outs of strong style was like, oh, well, I could tell you exactly why he's a good strong style wrestler because of this and this and that. I can't I can't quantify it like that, but like I know when I'm seeing it, it's like, oh, this is awesome. This guy's so good. Yeah, and he and he brings that out in his opponent too, like you were saying. Uh, how about I want I want to I, wanna, I kind of want to save some of the top guys for last, so I'm gonna just jump around here a little bit. Okay. Um. But not too much. Uh, let's talk about Will Ospreay. Young Will Ospreay. He was 
he was somebody I was really fond of going into this, and I think I think I've seen enough to take a little break from him for a little bit. Um, I might have gone and sought out his matches more so before when I was seeing it more sparingly, but now he's got a match. He's got a match type, and I think I've seen it for a little while. Yeah, um, I, 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 it's yeah. fun. It, it's uh. Uh, I, we're probably both experiencing that, that same type of fatigue, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I think he has one of those styles where it's like, it, he has a very strict, like, this is, this is my set list. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a very good, it's a very good set list, but you know, like sometimes I want to hear some deep cuts. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, it's a reliable set list if, if it's anything. And I, I definitely, I definitely get what you're saying about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm sure we will get to, uh, take a, take a break from him at some point. Uh, he's gonna defend that championship. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be active. And I think he, he had good showings against everybody. He ended up with eight points. So not, not a disrespectful showing. Yeah. Um, I, it, he'll, it, he's gonna be on the big scene probably. It, it's, uh, he, he's definitely a, uh, you know, too much of a good thing wrestler. Probably. I think is what it is. Yeah, I think that's so. Exactly when, we, right. when we get to take a step back, I'm I'm sure that's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I I loved I loved getting to know him and his eleven you know capital letter named moves. Like God literally damn, writing right. the book on his moves. Oh God, it, it was it was something. Um, let uh let's talk about Tanahashi. Ah, the ace. Yes. The ace uh, of the universe. The whole <laughs> I, love, universe. I fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> I like about a legend as a legend. It's just kind of hard to uh, for this to be my original experience with him. Because uh, he's probably not as great as he used to be, so it's kind of hard seeing it. Because I don't quite see it. And I don't quite feel it the same way. But I, I like. I love his character. Seems like a fun personality. Uh, I can get why the crowd crowd loves him, but. I don't know. He didn't do too much for me. Well, I'll, I'll I'll say this at least when uh when we get into a new podcast that I a little side story podcast, a little Jabroni U type of podcast, a little educational podcast. Uh, I want to look at some five star matches and. You know, look at the history of them, like why they happened, watch them, school ourselves a little bit, learn some stuff. Tanahashi is most certainly in that illustrious company, and you know, maybe we, maybe we go back and see some of his greatest hits and, you know, see why he's the ace of the universe. It seems like a good candidate. Um, as, as for now though, I, I do, I do like that, I, it's, Ta- Tanahashi started, started to grow on me. Um, I think he's, I think he's like definitely at this point, you know, he, he's going to be like a guy where it's like, oh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Like, yeah. I know exactly what Jushin Thunder Liger's fucking matches, and he comes out and he plays the hits, and I respect the hell out of him because he's a fucking legend. And so is Tanahashi. Uh, yeah, it's let, let, let's move let's move along to someone who's not a legend, but to someone who is a G one. Climax champion. I mean, also Tanahashi was. <laughs> it's there's not a science to this, guys. Uh, let's let's talk about Ibushi. So yeah, it kind of seemed like he was uh, he was my pick for A Block because he had just signed the contract. So that was enough reason for me to think, sure, probably should win. Um, I, I'm still waiting on figuring out his 
personality or his character so much. He kind of lets his feet do the talking. Um, I'll, I'll and, that, and, and they talk well. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I didn't get much out of him as much as I grew with some of these other characters. In the post-match interview, he was, uh, surrounded with many, many Miller genuine drafts. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he gave, he gave one to all of the press people there, uh, in a, in a symbolic gesture of, I, I literally almost grabbed a beer out of the refrigerator and, you know, had, had one my damn self because it felt like he was, he's like, this is for all of you guys, like, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. I almost grabbed one out of the refrigerator and, uh, he cracked her open and chugged the whole thing and get, you know, so I was like, okay, okay, okay. It, it's, uh, I think maybe he is a dude that's, uh, I think he was very overwhelmed with winning the tournament, and I, mm-hmm. I, I think we'll get to see that part of him. Like, he's going to be one of those guys that tugs at our heartstrings a little bit, I think. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm usually rooting for him. Uh, I think he puts on great matches, obviously. And, I mean, I remember him back in, in NXT when they when they claimed he weighed under 205 pounds for the Cruiserweight tournament. <laughs> they claimed That's that a lab of beef. They they said Tony Nese weighed under 205 pounds and. <laughs> I I would believe that because there's not an ounce of fat there's not an ounce of fat on that guy. On the other hand, that's precisely why I don't believe it because that mm-hmm. guy is a fucking solid wall of abs. Mm-hmm. Oh god, Tony needs his fabulous abs. <laughs> um, let's talk about the other half of uh, Sonata, which is uh, evil. I want to say that this guy is a uh, he's a great brawler type. Yeah, I like I like his brawler brawler typeness. He's good at that. Um I think Lance Archer is evil, eviler. But <laughs> evil's plenty evil. Yeah, I, I, his propensity for using the ref to do his moves. Uh, evil's evil the way that Skeletor is evil. And he even kind of looks like Skeletor when he sense. comes out to the way. <laughs> yeah. It's only it's with the Skeletor scythe from Party City. <laughs> It's he he's like the kind of evil like he's like if I block this dam the people will have to come to me for all of their water <laughs> and it's like <laughs> well okay well I could just destroy your dam I mean like it's his evil's an Curse inconvenience you. more than like a it's a it's your usual evil <laughs> yeah <laughs> garden Curse. variety evil <laughs> oh, curse you it's he's the guy that's like he's the guy that he's evil but then an actual evil bad guy comes along and then you know it's like oh he's he's the guy that the good guy would team up with with Skeletor and be like mm. we we have to we have to take down Unicron or something <laughs> I, just, I know okay. I know I'm mixing genres but whatever <laughs> it made, it played out it played well uh evil was a good uh, you know, evil was a good brawler type, which mm-hmm. uh, which makes me uh, talk about Hiroki Goto. I I still haven't figured him out, and I think what I said about him being he can't make up his mind if he's a brawler or if he's strong style, and it's mm-hmm. to each to the detriment of the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that guy that guy's a you know a legendary champion as well in terms of G one victories. Like I what what did you end up thinking about him? I still haven't really figured out what I think of him. I just kind of, I still feel like he's kind of a blank slate to me. Uh, like you said, it just seems like he's in between 
what his style is and not not particularly amazing at either or at least not attention grabbing to me i yeah i haven't really solidified I, an opinion on him i guess i i came to the conclusion uh that he he's a wrestler's wrestler mm-hmm. like well, i'm not a wrestler i guess that's my problem yeah yeah i i, I think that's the thing because if if you got i mean like any other wrestler is like oh yeah he's one of the one of the greatest without question but it's like because we're not wrestlers we don't you know like probably understand the nuance of it a lot mm-hmm. uh it's always probable i i don't i don't want to read you know re- rehash stuff but yeah i i i compared him to like the the jizza and wu-tang clan okay like, like he's if you ask anyone who their favorite person in wu-tang clan is like they'd all say jizza he mm-hmm. he he the head he they form of like voltron and he happens <laughs> he to be the head uh okay let's uh Let's talk about some some B block guys. Uh, yeah, you know what? I may as well finish out the yeah. Finish out the A block. Like two, two, two lingering, three lingering. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about Zack Saber Junior. The IBK best friends with Zack Saber Junior. I thought uh, I thought I was tired with him when I saw him because I actually had some history watching a lot of his matches uh, at Pro Wrestling Gorilla. And, uh, he was under, uh, he was under 205 pounds as well in the, uh, cruiserweight tournament. He's under 105 pounds. All fucking 6'4 of him. Jesus. (laughs) What a farce. What an excellent farce. I went to the finals of that. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, you made this comparison a couple times through the last month. Uh, have you had a Reuben sandwich in between now and when the tournament started? No, I haven't had the opportunity. Oh man, you get, get yourself one. They're mighty tasty. <laughs> Matt, I thought I was tired of Zach, and uh, I'm not. And his personality, which I thought would be abrasive, is, and uh, I love it. Oh, he's the. Uh, I know we doled out awards earlier, but he is definitely he's the MVP of of post match interviews. Yes. Uh, for well, I don't know. I I would have to. Uh, it, it's between him and John Moxley, and mm-hmm. let's talk about John Moxley. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was really impressed with John Moxley throughout. They they booked him really strong, so that helps. Um, but yeah, this new this new character that he's he's showing is pretty. It's going to be really interesting to see in AEW. I'm excited for that, and I guess he's going to stick around and do some stuff in Japan when he feels like it and schedule allows. So. Uh, he, he's gonna he, keep fighting juice. He he is still the the United States champion. So that's right. Uh, it, it yeah that that was that was the same thing. Like I I was never really sold on Dean Ambrose, but mm-hmm. as as soon as Moxley hit, I was I was a hundred percent in. Like it, it's ev- any of the little things that he ever retained from Dean Ambrose, it's like now he's in it and doing it the the way that he had it envisioned, and it's it's. It's fucking great, mm-hmm. and uh, man, I, I'd I'd be damned to talk about Moxley if we didn't at least talk about sh- uh, uh, Shuto Umino for <laughs> for a minute. Uh, God, it, it, it's I don't know what that dude is gonna be if John Moxley goes away, but man, I like he's forever gonna be my my favorite young lion in the tournament. Uh, we we may have he may have ruined a uh, young shooter, 
by 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 saddling him so early that this these are the expectations he has to live up to once 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 John leaves the the nest. I I mean like if he may never live up to it. I'm I'm almost hoping that that with him when they uh I I I wanted to kind of uh, mention mention this in the end when we are talking about things to look forward to, but it seems like now is the appropriate time to uh, mention it. Uh, you know what Christmas miracle we're getting this year? Uh, it's a uh, it's a fucking young lions tournament at the end of the year, and I think it starts on Christmas. Oh, nice. Uh, so if it be, be it a uh, an actual uh, a tournament. Um, Oh, God, I don't remember what the name of the tournament is. That's what I get for not preparing. Uh, there, there's a young lion tournament at at the end at the end of the year, and uh, if there's to be a winner crowned at the end, I'd love to see it be him. <laughs> um, if they do anything with with shooter, I hope that they like really like straight away have him as like a, a gaijin type type wrestler mm-hmm, or having mm-hmm. a gaijin type mentality because moxley has just a jacket like, oh yeah especially <laughs> now that he has the jacket like like god damn um i yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to the future uh the only uh ren narita was another young lion too for me i i don't know if you paid super attention to the young lions but i would catch yeah. their matches every once in a while and he seems to like be the one that has the most person personality. No, nope, I didn't didn't catch him. Don't even know which one it is. Oh yeah, he's a uh, he's angry. So it, uh, it's okay. I, I I'm I'm hoping that we see more Red Narita and more uh, Shuto Umino. Uh, mm-hmm. They they were great. Uh, God, let's talk about one of the most entertaining people in the entire fucking tournament. Kenta. <sighs> Oh, if you want to talk about Kenta, we could talk about Kenta. <laughs> no, we could continue. Or we could get Kenta out of the way. Uh, uh, did we not get Kenta out of the way? We basically did Kenta when we talked about his Bullet Club turn. So uh, yeah, yeah, sure. He's it's, covered. Yeah, I'll I'll just say that he got way, way better as the tournament went on. And now that he's in Bullet Club, like I'm super interested about and it. And he fought smaller people. Yeah, it's <laughs> – hey – uh no, I who who I was actually referring to was Toruyano. That was a uh, yeah, he was the surprise the surprise for me uh cuz comedy wrestling doesn't exist over in in old WWF. <laughs> so I had kind of forgot about the the whole concept. Oh god, it it's he goddamn it's it's almost like he he needs he needs some sort of award. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know what it is, but I mean the the award goes to most entertaining person <laughs> in, in a way like God damn every single time he was in a match, it it was it was just fucking hilarious every yeah. single time. Yeah, it's a guaranteed smile, and it's he manages to switch it up just enough every time. Something something different. Hey, it's still tape, but I did it this way, and it just keeps it interesting. And usually. You know, you get to see a lot of what the what his opponent can kind of do on that on the comedy front too, which is it, I, I think that's a good opportunity to kind of hold up a mirror to the other people. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I think one of stra- strangely one of my, my my favorite one out of all of them. If I'm if I'm looking through all these people, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and God, there was, there was some, uh, there was some good stuff here. And I know that this one happened more recently, but, uh, him being forced to wrestle, uh, Tomohiro Ishii (laughs) because, because Ishii was just not, like, not putting up with his shit. Not playing games. And to me, that was, that was funny because if you look, you look at everyone in, in the block. You know Juice is going to be able to do something funny. You know Moxley's going to be able to do mm-hmm. going to be able to do it. Um I don't remember what happened in his match with Goto even though I feel like that was was that one of the earlier ones or one of the later ones? I, I don't really remember. I my brain turns off when Goto's on the screen. Yeah, my my Goto brain's kicking in. Um I also kind of can't remember what Shingo does, but uh, I feel like thing. Shingo can be a little can be a little sassy when he wants to. I, I got that out of some of his post match stuff. Um, I I knew like it was going to be oh with Co- Cobb was the last one that he went against. That's right, yes, <laughs> shoving the hand the arms down the singlet is good. <laughs> and and Jay White is you're going to be able to do that. Same thing with Naito. Same thing with with Taichi. I was a very Naito, anxious... I think was my favorite one, huh? Naito, I think, was my favorite with the oh. uh, the, the, the hockey fight shirt pull for the Royal dog with yeah. the logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, the, uh, that, that was, was the, the first one, one that taught me to like look for the clues. What is it going to be? Ah, that, the leave of the shirts on. Yeah, that was that was the one where where it backfired, where he was pulling his own shirt up, and then mm-hmm. Naito <laughs> fucking pinned him or something. Oh god, it, it was it was so great. Uh, so. I was really anxious to see the match with Ishii and like, man, I was, I was, uh, pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. and certainly not disappointed. Uh, I, and I, I love what it says about Ishii to be like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and part of me wanted, part of me wanted to see like what, I didn't know what Ishii was going to do. And then it was just like, yeah. nah. No, I, I, Ishii, like, I feel like if Ishii wanted to have a funny match, he could, but I think it was funny that he's like, nope. I thought he was, yeah, I thought it was gonna be more of like, no selling the silliness. Maybe take a turnbuckle strike to the head or something and nothing happens. Yeah, no, it was, uh, Yano is forced to have a wrestling right. match, and just the, uh, the, the look on his face when he is like, oh my god, the, uh, the surefire way to draw him into, into my territory by drawing him out with a chair <laughs> is not working. <laughs> it was just like, oh god, I, I, I loved it. Fucking very, god damn Toroyano. Like, I, part of me really wanted to see him just, the joke is that he does a 30 minute war with someone. We didn't get that, but you know, maybe <laughs> we will one day. Who knows? Let's talk about, uh, uh, yeah, again, uh, Shingo was, was sort of like Goto in that way. And that was a total, my brain turned off for Shingo and Goto in a way, but I know that it was a really good match. Right. Yeah. He, he had good matches. Just, yeah, for some reason, never seemed to care too much. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, maybe he's one of those other wrestlers that's all, you know, all stake and no sizzle. And on on the other on the other hand, you know, it could just been fucking tournament fatigue at this point. I, I want to I want to put a little bit of blame on that. There's only so much room to put all these wrestlers in. Yeah, uh Jay White. What about Jay White? I was really enjoying him getting his ass kicked at first and losing the first 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I like this because, you know, I, he, his title run was rather improbable. Uh, beating, you know, basically anyone who's anyone. 
to get the title and hold on to it for a while. So I, I kind of thought it would be a really fun fall from grace. And that's where we were going. We were really going to rub it in with him. And uh, no, nope. No, I got that. That was that was a thing with that for sure. Because I I was thinking like he he wins at G one Supercard, and I was like I, I remember because I texted you. I was like, do you know who the IWGP right. champion is right now? Yeah, <laughs> I was, some I was guy like, named Jay White. <laughs> yeah. So to me, it was like, well, okay, the gold is uh, still in, in the Bullet Club, you mm-hmm. know, blah blah blah. And then like he just lo- like. He lost it so soon after that. Right, right. So, and, uh, uh, he lost it to Tanahashi. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was a, that was a thing where I was like, well, okay, they're, you know, they're gonna give Tanahashi his last little do, and I mean, like, yeah, and he's gonna, and he's gonna put over the young guy. But, smart money, and by smart money, I mean money that's, you know, uh, basing its decision on one month's worth of wrestling, says that Tanahashi is probably not going to hold that title again. Uh, so you know, get, give mm-hmm. it to him or whatever. And then that you know, it it's a weird it's a weird way to put the belt back on the Okada. But you know, whatever. I take the I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, so. It, yeah, but in but instead we get totally the other way, and this whole tournament, you know, um, I, I I have to feel like the Bullet Club has had like okay, Bullet Club going really well right now. All right, the main players left. We gotta we gotta you know recorrect, rebuild, and then like mm-hmm. okay, what's gonna what's gonna draw us back in? Uh, so when when they got when they got Kenta, like now I'm now I'm interested like I'm interested in Jay White by proxy. Because yeah. now it's like if Jay White decides that he wants to go do something or or if they do whatever, like they they have it built in for Kenta to be like, no, I'm I'm the boss of Bullet Club right now. If mm. if that was you know like that that's a po- that's a possibility of the many things that are possibilities of things that can happen. But God, like getting getting Kenta in the Bullet Club is is such a boon to it, and this is really like going to make uh, Bullet Club start to be interesting again in the. In the coming future i think oh i like this idea that they turn on jay white yeah i mean they've uh historically if you uh <laughs> they it, tend to eat their head yeah well it's a uh, and and that's the thing that ends up happening is uh the bullet club ogs uh have a very staunch mentality of everything is done for the club they so in term limits so when that's that's the built-in system that they have for kicking people out because that you know like that's what happened when they kicked out uh, Finn Balor, and that's what happened when they kicked out AJ Styles, and then that's what happened when they kicked out Kenny Omega. So, like, they they have that system built in to where it's like they can, you know, they can shuffle in the leader, and then like another glor- it ushers in another glorious age of the Bullet Club or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that that that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, what about uh, what about Tai Chi? <laughs> I really enjoyed Tai Chi with his uh his dastardly fiendishness. Um, it was yeah, it's just like Jay White brings the bullshit with Gato. Like Tai Chi always resorting to some nonsense, and it was really entertaining. And I'm glad, so I'm glad his last match was was the real wrestling match to kind of see that one part of him. But most of it was bullshit. I I I think he's the uh, he has that same uh, <laughs> you know we we said that he's a 
dastardly. And, and I, I feel like that, I feel like he is a, he's the other guy who, he's the other bad guy who's not Skeletor, but like you have to form a suicide squad to beat Unicron or whatever. You, you, you gotta sign up with Venom to be Carnage. <laughs> yeah, ex- ex- exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, I would like, I'd like to dig more into, uh, I'd like to see what ha- what happens with Tai Chi. It's I I like him. I th- I think he's one of those old, those older guys though. So it's like yeah, he it, seems like he should be around and participate and be a, a stopping block for some people. Yeah, I just uh, but it's the the whole Tai Chi thing is silly. He looks like a Soul Caliber character. He comes out in the Phantom of the Opera mask, uh, lip syncing. <laughs> I I mean, excellently and skillfully singing his uh, theme music. Sometimes through ventriloquism, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and you know he has the evil cursed fingers. I would, you know, I'd like to. And he see- rips his pants off. Oh yeah, the uh, he rips off the chaps. I I, I think also I'd like to uh, I'd like to see that that bit of a. Uh, I'd like to see the, the the steel fingers pass down. Maybe, like, he inherited those and, like, they just keep going down. And then for, like, 30 years, someone's carrying around the the magical bag with the uh, the fingers that kill everyone. Yeah, I wanted more. I didn't get enough iron fingers in, in the tournament. I think, did they come out once? Yeah, they. I think they only ever came out one time. Yeah, so. But they are there. We do know about them, and I'm looking forward to those for the future. They exist in his medical sling. Uh, that, that covers, uh, everyone except for who I deemed would, uh, get the, uh, the last slot because he's the IWGP champion. And, uh, let's, let's talk about Okada. I I think I started off saying how much, I think he was my favorite wrestler. Obviously Lance Lance Archer has now, uh, usurped that title. Um, but Okada is one of my favorites. I will say I probably have seen a bit too much of him. I think he did the same thing with Will Ospreay because you know he's going to win most of the time being the champion. So right. I think a lot of his matches had a lot of their tension taken out of him. Um, you know he's got to get seven wins, eight wins, something like that. So it just kind of ended up like, all right, when's he going to turn it around, hit the hit a string of moves, and, and win the day? Right. So I'll be glad to take a break with him and let him build back his mystique a little bit. Okay. Uh, Duh, I, but but still the best in the business. Mike, like we were doing it. He's got so many contenders for for best matches. He, uh, yeah, uh, for for certain. And so like with, with Okada, uh, you know, I was, I I saw uh, my my opinion has is now become more formed about Okada, and I I I love the guy. Um, yeah, this is this is the most Okada you know that that I've ever gotten. Although I'm, you know, I've I've seen in in previous things before, and it's like now, right. like now that I understand what Okada is, like I really like it. I, I yeah, like it too. that that he's a, you know, he's a, a, he's sassy. I that's that's a weird thing that I feel like you don't have in a lot of wrestlers is they they've got a sassy component to them, and like mm. God, I, sassy Okada is is just fucking it's great, and it's it's a weird it's it's a specific brand of arrogance that right <laughs> you know it's just I I I really liked it, and I I think with Okada too is I I think with him being. Th- 
you know, the champion is he can put on, you know, business as usual matches. I think Okada works very safe matches, and I think that's good because, you know, he's the, uh, he's the, you know, the fucking face of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if and he can we, make it look so good, even if it's so safe. If we, if we see some things for in the future, uh, that, that we can look forward to, I'd, I'd say one thing that I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, aside from, you know, taking, taking a rest from these 20 people or <laughs> seeing more of them as, you know, the situation requires. Seeing them with others. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to see Okada and Osprey, you know, meet. I, I'd like to see Osprey get that win, but mm-hmm. I'd also like to see them put on, you know, like, a very different match than the, uh, you know, the, the same exact match that we saw, you know, eight mm-hmm. times from each mm-hmm. of them. Um, that, that would be one of my things I'm looking forward to. Uh, what, uh, you have anything you're looking forward to in the future here? I was, yeah, I was really, uh, for the same thing you were saying, uh, the Osprey going 0 and 8 against Okada, I thought was a cool storyline part that I would like to see Osprey finally get his shot and take a win. I think that'll be, I think that'll be really good. Um, and I want to see, I want to see if I could get into Night though. Cause he's really good. And I've tried, I, I think I like all the components of LIJ. God, we, uh, we, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about Naito. We didn't talk I mean, about Naito oh yeah, or Jeff Cobb. Let's let's talk about them really quick. Okay. Uh, uh Jeff Cobb, go. Uh, be, so beefy, so many suplexes. Um, I liked him. I thought he was good throwing people around. But, got uh, got you, Moochie. Big got, big muscle, sexy Moochie, boy. Moochie small. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. We uh when we saw him at, at Worlds Collide, I was I was I, I like I was hooked on Jeff Cobb like the first mm-hmm. thing. So like when he was in this tournament, I was like, oh fuck to the yes. Yeah, I'll always take a suplex machine. Um, yeah, I uh, I'd like to I like to see him uh you know go you know go into what whatever. I just want to see more Jeff Cobb. I'm fine with that. Yes. Uh, w- uh, uh, with with you talking about Naito, uh, I so I. I, you know, I think I was kind of a little, like, I don't know super a lot about Naito, but I did enjoy mm-hmm. when Chris Jericho was working Naito and, like, seeing seeing him in this tournament, it it really annoys me that he spits in fe- people's faces, but at the same, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, it always happens and I'm just like, oh man, you fucking, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> it's so like, gross. So, yes, someone has to be like, at some point, some conversation had to be like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna spit in your face because <laughs> that—that's—that's that's my thing that I do." Like he had to come up with that idea, and an idea had to catch on, and then because he was spitting. Fu- if there was a person in that tournament, he spit in their fucking face. Yeah, he works with a new guy. He has to explain, "Hey, nice to meet you." By the way, I <laughs> I'm spit. A, I'm a spitter. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a reaction thing. Uh, don't punch me in the face, because uh, you. I come in here less than a few teeth and there's some shiners. The jig is up, so I, I can't tell you when I'm gonna do it. I just when I get pissed off enough. Uh, but I, I, I love 
I love Naito. Like I, I really grew to love Naito in, the, in this tournament. His matches got better and better for me. So I, I hope that that's something that you uh, end up latching onto. I, I was, I, a big, big fan of Naito. I'm not, I, I would like to see him uh, do some, do some stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, any anything else aside from uh Naito? Are there maybe some uh people that weren't in this tournament that uh you maybe have reminded yourself of or? Other stuff that you uh, might might think about, maybe not necessarily rim, uh, limited to New Japan. Well, now I'm just hoping that Ishii gets like a, a late run because I feel like I got on a little late. So I, I know he's an older elder statesman. So I'm, I'm hoping he gets to do something else one more time because he's the best. I yeah I and I, I need more. I in the I'd serious love, spotlight. I'd love to see him like may, maybe at least hold like a. Intercontinental gold or something like. I mean, any. any I want Ishii Okada. Yeah, I'll I'll certainly take <laughs> Ishii Okada. God damn, I'll, I'll I'll take Ishii versus versus anyone. I mean, he's got you know he he is the never open champ, which is like, you know, whatever. It's uh, words. I, I, uh, the bits that I've read about him, uh, he he's he's had some bangers with Kenny Omega when when Kenny mm. Omega was the Intercontinental Champion. I don't know if he if he was. Ever the Intercontinental Champion, but you know he's he's held this title for you know for a good run. So I I mean I I'd like to see him I'd like to see him hold you know something something else. Mm. Uh, I'm also thinking about John Moxley because yeah you did mention outside of New Japan and so that does take me my other thought that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing the answer to is how Moxley fares in. Do we know what the rules are going to be in AEW? Because I think the the pushing of the boundaries and being able to be a, a little bit more reckless with chairs and items and stuff suits Moxley and his character. But, you know, are they going to follow the standard DQ rules? Because if he's getting DQ'd in all his matches, we're probably not going to be having as much fun with him as far as wrestling goes. Right. So, um, And with TNT possibly censoring his zero fucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a... I don't, I don't see what the problem of saying things on TV is as long as it's bleeped out. <laughs> it's always and, been perplexing. I, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's funnier whatever. that way. <laughs> but, but you, you, you've, I'd, I'd like them to overdub something really, r- really r- ridiculous. You know, Happy I, Gilmore got it right. <laughs> Both I the give, dubs and the bleeps. Yeah, I, <laughs> I give zero forks. Yeah, just, just something, something <laughs> dumb. Uh, so Ishii has uh, he's only ever held a uh, never open weights. Uh, he's been the uh, <laughs> he was tag team champ with Toriano. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bookmark that and go read that chapter. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I would have to wonder because that might that might be during uh, Yano's uh, I'm a wrestler type days. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's, I, I, I think with, I think with Moxley, Mox is a good get for our AEW. I'm, I'm definitely interested in what happens over there, but I, I gotta, I gotta say, and let's kind of move into this, this next section. Uh, what, what have we learned from, from watching this tournament? Do you have any, any specific things, things that you've learned about yourself, uh, just anything, just random musings. I I think I've learned being 
without strong storylines and microphone promo segments, I haven't done as good with the backstage stuff after the match. Uh, that format's just still a little out of sync for me. Uh, so I didn't watch too many of those. I can still follow and create these characters in my mind by just watching them wrestle, which is really cool. Cause I feel like if you turned off all the interview segments and the microphone work in WWE, like you wouldn't get very much from the actual moves they're doing and the things they're doing in the ring. Well, sure. Uh, uh, Drew and Andy were, you know, talking about this not, uh, not, not too long ago. Uh, they, they were, they were talking about an episode of Monday Night Raw and I, uh, or SmackDown or something. And they were like, there was 35 minutes of wrestling in like two or three hours. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's ludicrous. Like I, I, like I have, that's the thing that, that I hate about WWE is the, it's watching it as too many commercials and then it itself is, it a, is a, a fucking commercial. commercial, which is, uh, I don't, it's I don't exhausting. like that. And yeah. it's, uh, l- let me, let me steer it this way. What I learned uh, about myself, and it's something that I've always known about myself, but when I when I thought about it, it, it makes total total sense. I I've never been a mainstream guy. I've I've never liked mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with mainstream stuff, and some mainstream stuff is good, mm-hmm. uh, but especially with like how brazenly uh, like brazenly blindingly uh commercialized WWE is and then go- going to New Japan which uh, uh, about me personally like I've always held uh, the opinion of if there's a Japanese version of something it's the superior <laughs> version and that that's that's held true with uh with pro wrestling I think uh, cause th- this stuff and keep, keep in mind, you know, like uh, new Japan pro wrestling is a $45 million a year industry. Yes. Uh, so it's not, uh, it's not like, not like it's not mainstream, but mm-hmm. or, or, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is for Japan. Maybe there's people that watch in Japan that are like, ah, dude, I just love big American party. Like. <laughs> fucking give me Hulk Hogan all day and night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, probably because he hasn't been racist towards Japanese people that we've caught on tape. <laughs> on tape. <laughs> That's been released. Oh man. Uh, but I, I, I did. I just, I was like, man, I've never liked mainstream stuff. And this is, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it's niche enough to where it's like, this is, this is where an area that I thrive in. This is what I like. Like this is it. It speaks to me on levels that the other stuff doesn't speak to me on. Yeah, like well, a lot of the ways I think it presents itself is like they found the sweet spot where they they got it right enough, and so they parked the car there on, you know, the production. They didn't build pyro in, and they don't do hard camera cuts and move around too much. It, they they have a feel for it and it looks it looks a little standard definition and it just kind of works for this particular medium. Yeah, uh, um, I I just I like I like the format for sure. Um, I definitely I definitely like watching a wrestling event and then it's like that match is over. Oh look at that! Everyone left the ring and now the next match is starting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the camera it, never leaves. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. 
it's just it's just shit like that. Like the, the the format of it is like I like it. I I I mean I even like I I like the post match the post match interview thing too because it's almost like. Uh, do I, you know, am I, am I fine with, did the wrestling tell enough of a story yeah. or whatever? Did oh, I've got questions. a, I've got a whole thing that's just all post-match interview. I can just skip through it and, you know, see who, see who I want to see. And I, and I did yeah. a lot of that and I, I had a good time with the post-match interview. Mm-hmm. Like for as much wrestling as this was, it, it, it's weird, but it's like, you know, these, these guys rely more on telling the story in the ring and like, you know, shouldn't they? Isn't that what you're tuning in for? That, yeah, that is kind of the starting point of this whole enterprise. And yeah, someone who didn't watch much of the promos, like I got to know a lot about a lot of these people without ever hearing them say a word. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we we did hear them say some words. Uh, perhaps whatever Yano es- says, es- esoteric musings about the, you know. The infinitesimal shortness of life and how eventually it's going to, how everyone's going to meet their demise, I think. Uh, everybody dies. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. What, what, I, what? Well, I say, I'll, I'll say all that and appreciating. I, I miss story though. I really do. Cause I think, I think a lot of my favorite moments of wrestling following wrestling and being a wrestling fan came only because of the story and the payoffs that you get there. And some of the best moments were, you know, it asked me to think of like the craziest wrestling things I could think of or the happiest moments. And I'm going to think of stone cold driving in on a Zamboni or stupid stuff like that. <laughs> That's not story per se. But... My, my, my brain immediately went to him wailing on Vince McMahon with a chamber pot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> or even just like ridiculous betrayals or, uh, the the extra soap opera elements can can really uh, enhance everything. Um, Val Venus wouldn't be so great if all he did was ring work and gyrate a little bit. He'd be good, <laughs> but he wouldn't be Val Venus. He just and not that. having any of that for a while. I'm kind of missing that fat too to go with my steak. The the okay yeah I I can I can see that uh, I I think keep keep in mind that you know what we did watch was a tournament. Yeah. So it's like. That, that, that's a thing. That's a thing, an aspect of it too, I think. Like, the, the story was that, you know, it's a tournament. Uh, I think that will, that we can probably look forward to seeing other stuff. But I, I, I do get that too, because it's. Because their motivations aren't ever extremely complex. Kind of like we see with WDD right now. These people just want to, they're, they're here to win, win championships, beat their rivals. Bring glory to their family. Ah, uh, yeah, I more mean, or less. If I'm wrong, strike uh, it down. Uh, yeah. Well, I want to be the champion because I am the one who wants the belt, and I. That's. <laughs> I mean, I uh, mean like, my want for the championship belt is the most recent, thus the most valid claim. I yeah, am the champion. Yeah, it, it, it's it's just sort of the way the way that they handle. I I don't know. I I just. I, we'll I like it better, but at the same time, I, 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 I get what you're saying. It, it, uh, it, it elicits those same feelings for me too. You know, like, uh, we both, we, you know, you, you got me to start watching pro wrestling. And then like, that was, that was a really strong, like, that was like right in, in the epicenter of like my, my formative years of mm-hmm. like, man, it's like, 
oh man, like I can't wait to watch wrestling every week. Oh man, like literally every good video game came out in in this in this <laughs> fucking window of like video games that's like oh yeah, I still play that game and mm. like at, at least once a year to to this day, time permitting or whatever. Once a day, every day for an entire summer, every day, every year, <laughs> every summer, start, start, start to end between two and three hours a day, every day for a week straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to more new Japan, uh, a little less. I think, mm-hmm. I think if I do this next year, it's, you know, kind of truncate it down, eliminate, I, I think I'll watch all of the wrestling, but I'll definitely maybe cover do less coverage. Coverage is yeah, less coverage is fine too. Because there's always, yeah, there's always going to be some great matches that, enough to fill the time per week, enough five stars or or so. Uh, uh aside from that, I I think one of the only other like real things that that, that I, I really got off of this that I appreciated is I think I just like the the commentary style a, a little better in in, in this like it, it's uh. I watched – there was an AEW event that happened like either like right before or like right towards the beginning of the tournament or whatever. I was I was, mm-hmm. I was re-watching something I, I think was something like that and it's it's a little – it's a little hard. Mm-hmm. I always think like, a, like AEW is – they definitely have dudes that have that experience of like – you know, they, they got that corporate experience that you kind of need to be a, a serious, you know – to be a, a serious competition for you know the machine that is WWE, but almost sometimes I feel like to their to their detriment. It, it's like I don't like having my hand held during commentary. But I, don't I, you want to know that the trending worldwide number one is Natty versus Becky? <laughs> I mean, I I I do. Uh, it's I'm I'm fine with knowing that, but it's just like you know. Three people on commentary is mm-hmm. is too many people. I watched. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be sad to say, but I, I watched. Uh, I watched Takeover, and I was like, "Why do like? Literally, I have Moro Ronaldo. Why? Why am I like? I'm just not. I, I just I don't like this as much. It it's weird because he like. He he's good, and Nigel McGuinness is good, and Beth Phoenix is there. <laughs> and, and it's like sw- swap one out for the other. It's just like yeah. ev- everything that she had to add was like, yeah, man, I know you're just you're just repeating what's happening, and I'm seeing it. Like that's it's. Do, tell me, tell me what's happening in a in a play by play sense. Don't tell me what's happening when I'm like I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm there with you. Like I don't need it to be explained to me. Like that's, I understand that a kick to the head is an unpleasant thing. Yeah, it's uh Oh, yeah. Oh my god, he got all of that one like <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I I can't I can't specific oh god, and it's all like and that's the thing is it, it's like the third person's commentary is always the same. That's why it's like that's why with Renee Young who is renowned a, a good like she's a good commentator like mm-hmm. if you'll recall the uh, days of talking smack like man she can host a fucking good panel and like make make things work yeah she's good uh, at that but 
they they have that third that third person and it's like if you're going to have a third person at least have an angel and a devil on on the shoulder and it's like but but you know he's like well I don't want someone who's strictly heel commentary uh you know at least like a little like there should be a like if you're going to do if you're going to have three people have a, an angel and a devil and the 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 devil can never break <laughs> you know the devil should never break like Oh, what he did was despicable <laughs> to to sell to, nah, to sell he's how trying to win to feed his family. <laughs> yeah, do you the know, same thing in his spot, and, and that's and that's yeah, that's the thing. It's like I I need it reinforced by someone else who's renowned and hated. Like I can't have the guy be so evil that it's like, right. oh man, he made this guy who's a piece of shit feel bad. And it's like I I get the inclination. To, I get the logic of doing it that way. It doesn't. It never lands. It never ever works. Every oh, yeah. single time, it never fucking works. Because I, because uh, my, I can suspend my disbelief for the fact that it's wrestling and that I'm watching a fictional product. But like, it that's that's the problem. That's the problem with AEW's commentary and the problem with WWE's commentary. It's too fucking on the nose. Hmm. And that's that's uh, I don't get that so much with with New Japan, and it, it's uh, it's a it's enter the the commentary team is entertaining. Like Kevin Kelly is really good at what he does. Uh, not not that any of those other people that I mentioned are not good at what they do, but it, it's he's really good at doing what I like. I guess is what it is. I know that's selfish, but whatever. No, what you like is better than than what people who like Michael Cole like get. Yes. Start your own podcast and come <laughs> at me if you don't if you don't like what I'm saying. Yeah, no, they do a great job. And I mean, you also get bonus points cuz even Rocky Romero's helping out around the ring. He took out the trash tonight. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I loved that. <laughs> oh my god, in heaven. And then Kevin Kelly even worked in at taking out the trash. <laughs> oh I like man. That first. It's oh god! It, it was it was great. Um, yeah, they 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 do commentary the way I like it. Even with Rocky not being necessarily he's not even really a heel, he hates Jay White more than any person in the world. Yeah, and oh, and and in a, in a way, that's like that's the way you should do babyface commentary. Like mm-hmm. it's it's good that that the babyface like outright outright dislikes. The, the the heels and yeah. like that that that's so that's so good like you can Rocky Romero is a perfectly good example of how to be the exact opposite of uh of Jerry the King Lawler in yeah. a two in a two man setup no like, I mean, that's a good comparison uh so a contrast yeah it, it's it, God, good, good for you, Rocky Romero. Like, I, I didn't realize how much I really appreciated Rocky, Rocky yeah. Romero as, as a commentary. Uh, uh, but man, yeah, he's, he's really good. I just appreciate that they don't insult my intelligence. Yeah, that's, really, pretty much ever. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's that's exactly the thing. They 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 don't. And if there's anything that seems weird, you know, they. They construct a reasonable argument for oh, why that's okay. They tried so hard on the, I think it was, who hit their ankle, but didn't hit their ankle at all. I think it might have been Tanahashi or something. Oh, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It, <laughs> it's it like, was some, we get, better get a replay on that. It's like, oh, I wish we didn't get a replay on that. <laughs> How do we cover? Uh, well, sometimes you roll, maybe it was a, actually, I think it was a Bushi. 
But yeah, well, sometimes you sometimes you hit your knee and it sends shockwaves down your down your shin to your ankle, <laughs> and the sonic waves do a real number. I I almost want to like I would call. I'd, he must be feeling phantom pains in his ankle. <laughs> it's. I I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna lean into it, really lean into it. If you're just gonna call something silly, I mean, who who knows? It's fine. Like it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I it's I still enjoy it. But yeah, you know they 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 do whatever. It, it's. <laughs> Sometimes there's a little flub. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that shit happens. It, it's. It's important that things, if they take you, if they take you out of it, that they only do so moment, uh, momentarily. Because uh, I, I, I want to say uh, that 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 last match that uh, that Kenta was in, where he hopped up, he hopped up on the ropes and he and he slipped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he and he fell down. I was like, whoops! But then he just he just started uh, clobbering whoever it was that he was a uh, clobbering, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, you know, like he did, he he took lemons, made lemonade. I uh, mm-hmm. really, you know, like that. That was the thing where it's like Pro I Pro. I like that they don't feel that uh that need to like I I have to double down on what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it, it, but yeah, you 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 hit the nail on the head. I I don't like my intelligence being insulted, and that's. That's very. I don't like my hand being held. That that's mm-hmm. that's the uh, that's the thing. Um, so yeah, and if you could stop selling me stuff, that would be, that would be better too. Oh God. Yeah. It, it's it, WWE hits all three out of the park. Yeah. They, they, they do. They, they do, they do, they do. But you know, it's a, it's a billion dollar corporation that's, you know, in, in bed with governments that like to mar- murder American citizens. So what are you going to do about it? They must, they must be right. <sighs> yeah. Well, um, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the, the Super J Cup and, uh, the, the road to destruction starts soon. You know, not, not the road to destruction that you're used to from the memes, but the, uh, the destruction events in New Japan pro, pro wrestling. Oh, that was like 10 memes ago. <laughs> God, that was, that was like 10 million memes ago. It was, the, I don't know that fr- meme. Oh, I, oh no, you definitely know what it is. It's just so, it's just such an old reference. Uh, all your base are belong to us. You are on the path to destruction. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, it's, you, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you recently saw a steamed hams variant of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird and I like it. <laughs> uh, well, any, any last words before we wrap up here? I'm I'm just excited. I think to try to keep up with with New Japan, I'd always wanted to get in seriously, and I think this was the most serious way to possibly start. So I think we've got a good base of knowledge to take our fandom to the to the next level. Uh, keep I, watching. I I think so. Uh, I I'd like to thank uh, Kid Wrestler uh, Drew Drew Kissler. If you want to know why his name is Kid Wrestler, if you didn't figure it out by me saying both of those right next to each other, it's an anagram of his name. Oh, I and didn't figure that. Out. God, God, if it's you, even harder than math. <laughs> it's just kid. Re- if you hear kid wrestler Drew Kissler. It's oh yeah, kind of kind of sounds the same. But That's yeah, uh, what That's a good great one. what a great uh, anagram for a name that you were destined to like wrestling. That's well, got, the mystery of kid, kid in mind. I'm going to start working off of that. I'm going to be kid something. <laughs> just, so, kid Ryan. 
If you yeah. if you rearrange the letters and take off a bunch of them and add a few different letters, my name spells Bonesaw. <laughs> and you got to pronounce it differently. Oh boy, a lot of letters are silent. But uh, yeah, I I'd, I'd like to thank Kid Wrestler for uh, hopping hopping in on the on the shows. Uh, I'd like to extend a big big thanks to you too as well, man. Uh, you you went down the rabbit hole with me. Um, you know, as as much as you know, having a family, you know, per, permits. Uh, it certainly put all of my like other plans to do anything else on the back burner. So, uh, th- thanks for taking this journey with me. I, I I appreciate it because you know it's a. Uh, I've always wanted to get into these conversations with you, and man, we we got into some weird conversations at some point. Yeah, this was good having a, like a gym buddy, so that I'd actually stick with it because I probably would have quit a couple weeks ago. Uh, except that, exhaustion. Except at our gym, we get to sit on our ass and eat ice cream and talk shit about people who are in peak physical condition. Oh, that makes it even worse. Then I fall asleep. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, that that's it. Uh, I I don't know which one's next. If it's a, I I think the 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 J Cup is is next. So uh, we'll probably see you around for the J Cup. Uh, if if not, you know, I'm gonna keep ahead on destruction and what's going on then. Uh, We'll we'll see you around. Uh, Bonesaw, any last words? I am now Kid Unar. <laughs> oh my God, in heaven! Uh, I don't know what to spell out of my name. There's there's so many letters. Like <laughs> I I can probably write a haiku out of out of the letters in my name. Uh, but I'm I'm Daniel Salorzano. Uh, thanks for. Thanks for sticking around on this experiment with us. Like, if if you were a constant listener, like, give me a high five. Uh, follow us uh, at, on Twitter at JabroniU and uh, go listen to the Draft Podcast. Uh, those boys are doing the Lord's work. At thedraftpod.com. Oh, absolutely. At thedraftpod.com. Take it easy, folks. Mm-hmm.